Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mysterious, the magical, the macabre. New England's own Van Helsink. I was with... waiting for that. What happened to that? New, what? New England's own Van Helsink. Eh, it'll slip it in sometimes. Okay. You know, it's been 20 years of Van Helsink. <laughs> no. Nothing wrong with He's that. He's getting old. He forgets sometimes. <laughs> So, anyways, let me announce right off. Watch that movie again. Yeah, it was a good movie. Now that it's come up, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, um, I do want to make uh, that. Of course, is the voice of the professor Lou Blasi. So, anyways, um, I do want to mention that uh, going on a little bit of sabbatical. So, the month of April, and it's not an April Fool's joke, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know we get that coming up, don't we? Yeah. Uh, I am uh, going in for a surgery, so I'm going to be on the shelf for a little bit. So I will be back. I will be back, of course, if, if the surgery goes well. All right, I might be just back in spirit. Hey, maybe you'll have another out-of-body experience. I already warned the anesthesiologist about that. Oh, did you? Yeah. And what was his response? He laughed. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, you know, sometimes you get, oh, I have a story about that. And sometimes you get I, laughed. That's what I, I mentioned it for. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to let you know that, that when I go and understand you sometimes, I, I travel. <laughs> and he laughed. Yeah, he laughed. Like he knows what's going on when you're under anesthesia. Yeah, I know. They have no idea what's going on. They, know. Don't, they don't know how anesthesia works. Nope. nope. Not at all. Anyway. All right. So uh, we talked about that. Um, oh, uh, big goons on at the station. Ooh. Yeah. I'm yeah. hearing rumblings. Yeah, yeah. So now yeah. you're involved. Ghostly hauntings. Anyway. But, yeah, there was uh, a cleaning lady who was in the building by herself. And mm -hmm. Things were moving on her. I'm not going to go into details because we'll probably do a show on this whole thing. Oh, excellent. If we do it. But, uh, yeah, the things were moving by themselves. She got scared and got the hell out of there. Several people have died in the employee of this radio mm -hmm. group in this building. I know that. It could be any number of people. I tell you, I it could be the ghost of my career. <laughs> I know that's for sure. <laughs> I the uh, the interesting thing too is I have my own particular feeling that uh, I know who one of them is, and that was, and I don't never met the guy, never talked to the guy, but I I'm almost positive that he's been here, and that is the Spanish guy that did the yep. Red Sox. Right, you did Red Sox, wasn't it? Red Sox? I did uh, Spanish Red Sox. Spanish Red Sox. We were, the, we were, we are the flagship station for Red Sox in Spanish language. Yeah, see. Oh, we have the flagship station here in the building. I should yeah. say. Well, yeah, this is we're all in big family here. Yep. Let me wear his uh, La Familia. Not long before he died, let me wear the World Series ring. So, did he really? Yeah. See, you know, got a World Series ring. Well, maybe we'll have to do something on that. But anyway, so there's Elaine, there's Bill Borelli, who you met. And Ronnie Ford. Ronnie Ford. Yeah. Ronnie Ford who's who's <laughs> on the closing of the show. Every year, every yeah. week his yeah. voice appears. Yeah. Peter yeah, Wood, I, did you ever meet Peter Wood? No, I don't think he so. Came over when, if I do, I don't remember name names. Uh, you when know, we bought that. CCM, he came over. Did he? Yeah. But ever. Yep. Could be the voice voice of uh what the heck's his name? Oh my god. Well, Bill uh, John Bassett. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Arnold. That's right. He died too, right? Didn't he? Yeah. Hmm. I know he's in the, the the Hall of Fame or whatever. Bruce Arnold would never leave. Yes, and it's public consumption now. Bruce Arnold in the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Pat Costa, who owns this business, mm -hmm. being inducted in June. Is he really? Yep. Excellent. Maybe we'll get him on the show if I know a little bit about radio. And he plus he produced uh, some groups too. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. This building was a recording studio. He had a recording studio long before this. Mm. It has a couple of gold records and, and platinum records. There you go. Under his belt. Yes. Mm. So there you go. Some things we may do in the future. Mm. I mean, who knows? 
Anyways, um, last week we talked about uh, haunting in the Antarctica. Remember that? That's right. Right, and people are froze to death and were brought back to life. Popsicle people kind of fit fit it together. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I got a uh, hankering for more on the Antarctica and Antarctica. Yeah. So I watched uh, a uh, documentary on Shackleton. Okay. Who uh, expedition failed and he, he survived for two years, him and his crew. Shackleton Shack was one of the sites we talked about last yeah, week. But yeah, but it's an amazing, amazing story that happened. Uh, uh, it's it's long, so I'm not going to get into it. Maybe towards the end of the show if we have time, but because I have some other stuff I want to yak about too. But uh, yeah, Antarctica is kind of, I mean, you wouldn't go there, right? Antarctica? Oh, Antarctica, one or the other. I'd go to Antarctica. You would? Might. Might? Antarctica, no. That's a lot of travel right there. Oh, you just don't like traveling. Well, it's kind of remote. Not that I, the Arctic isn't. But... Like the other one isn't? Oh, by the way, I just realized my computer's not plugged in. But you could go to Alaska or something and take a relatively no. short trip no. to the Arctic. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. No. But if you go in Chile, go to Chile and hop over, it's okay? Or Argentina? It's, What's down there? Right? A, Argentina not, reached down there? The farthest one it goes is would be Argentina because they got yeah. the... Uh, the Fuerto, the uh, the Strait of uh, yep. whatever it is, Magellan's thing, and the Fuerto where the giants live, which is kind of cool. It almost looks like there's the remnants of a land bridge there at some point. Yeah, yeah. But so, anyways, I thought I'd bring up some uh, mysteries about you know, our facts that we don't know about Antarctica or yeah. either of the poles. Antarctica. Okay. Yeah, maybe both. So we might do both. Who knows? Depends how much time. <laughs> so we are looking at Antarctica. For those who don't know, Antarctica is the South Pole and Antarctica is the North Pole. Is it Antarctica or the Arctic? Antarctica. It's Antarctica? No, I just made that. Okay. I just don't want to be confusing. I'm teaching people how to think of this in their mind so they won't get mixed up. Okay. You know, Antarctica? It helps to give you Antarctica. Some, helps to give accurate information. Wow, <laughs> that's overrated. Anyway. Yeah. Could be Arctic. I don't know. I thought it was the Arctic. But... It is the Arctic. Okay. So we're talking about Antarctica now, which is down under. Yep. Right. You, you know, you know, you've heard the, the story about, and we talked about this on the international show the other day, about how things in the southern hemisphere are different than things in the northern hemisphere. Like the drains go the opposite direction, that type of thing? Which is false, by the way. It is false? Yes. Oh. The Coriolis effect is true in that it will go like hurricanes and everything else. Yep. But drains are in such a microcosmos of the effect yeah. that it doesn't really. It depends on the, the toilets and stuff, how they, they actually do it. Toilets will do it, though? No. No, toilets won't do no, it. No, okay. it'll do it regular. But they just they just converted the the thingy. But hurricanes go the opposite direction. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's like our summers here, winter there, winter's yeah. our summer. So anyway. So anyway. And they see the moon upside down. Do not. <laughs> see that big big asteroid that came close? Yeah. Close. <laughs> anyway. All right. So uh did you know that hundreds of researchers have disappeared? In Antarctica? I would imagine. Probably Antarctica. because there's alcohol involved. What? If you're going to Antarctica and you're going to pack the chip, there's going to be alcohol in that chip. Yeah, but it, no, 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 no. That's not necessarily true. I'm not sorry. If you, not if you're a serious researcher. There's going to be beef jerky and alcohol. Going to this. What's going to be on that chip. Uh, as much as we all want to high-five a penguin down the South Pole, <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? There's a good reason why average Joes aren't allowed to visit. Aren't allowed? Aren't allowed. Who's stopping them? The penguins. Okay. <laughs> Simply put, the conditions of some of the most brutal on the planet. Over the years, scientists, explorers have uh, forced to learn the hard way. Why hasn't anyone tried to give Antarctica sovereignty? I'm going to get into it. It's one of the things. Oh, okay, so, great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Did you know it used to be a rainforest? No. Yeah. It might be a little warming. <laughs> Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> it might... Oh, this is global warming. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, we might because uh, Antarctica, you know, is is a landmass. Antarctica yes. is not. It's a nice cap. Yeah. It's a nice cap. Mm -hmm. Okay. It might be a little hard to come to terms with uh, considering that that these days, but Antarctica is nothing more than a vast frostbite of frostbite inducing ice and emptiness. However, way back in the day before the ice age struck, so we can blame everything on the ice stream, mm -hmm. the area was actually a host of, to a hush, lush tropical uh -huh. rainforest. So what's wrong with global warming again? We wouldn't have this nice forest down there. I don't know. Regenerate oxygen to the atmosphere from all these new trees that are around there. Yeah, you know, Florida be underwater. But... Yeah, who cares? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, dinosaurs once dinosaurs once strolled around. Yeah, we all know that they strolled around everywhere, right? Yep. So when uh, Antarctica was home to a uh, Antarctic dinosaurs, huh? Mm, Species of wildlife roamed the plains were, of course, dinosaurs. Over 100 million years ago, long before a disastrous meter would come down and splash your favorite long-done Jurassic beasts. <laughs> they skipped around freely. Jurassic. Yeah. Did you see that, that thing they have, the show Jurassic? The show? Jurassic World, the show? Jurassic Park? No, Jurassic Movies? World, the show. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. No. It's wicked cool. Is it? Yeah, it's, they got all these animatronic dinosaurs, and they got these big things. That, so they, it's basically they made the movie come alive oh, okay. on stage, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> I saw that uh, advertising. Oh, it's a show like in a theater show. Yeah, a real oh, okay. theater show. Right. Giant beasts and flames and everything. Yeah. Okay. You know, every guy would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just have naked women, and then you're totally covered. <laughs> okay, no need to go there, but yeah. What do you mean, no way to go there? Um, more meteorites uh, found in Antarctica than any else place on Earth, anywhere else on Earth. Interesting. Hmm. Why would that be? Uh, you might ask that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, it's because Antarctica, Antarctica remained relatively untouched for all this time. Uh, oh. We're yet to dig them up. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> or make room for skyscrapers and... <laughs> Skateboard parks. And there's not a lot of dirt settling to bury them. Yeah. Secondly, yeah. well, lots of ice. Secondly, the extreme yeah. climate makes them better preserved than other rocks, say, in the jungle, which is true because water and everything. So it's not that they're hitting Antarctica more. It's that there's more relics, more Well, we don't know that. Yep. Right? Do you know there are two types of ice? I do not. What, what two types of ice are there? Uh, as we look from the outside, Antarctica seems nothing like a one giant slab of slow-melting penguin, penguin abundant ice. Back to the penguins. Yeah, yeah right. somebody yeah, got a penguin fetish. Fetish. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> this is a movie out. Did you see that? I don't know. I forget where About it's penguin on. Penguin fetishes? The guy, guy gets inherited a bunch of penguins in a hotel or something. No. Hmm. seen that one. I want to see it. What the it, hell are you watching? It looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was on one of the major channels. I don't know if yeah. it was Netflix or Prime or... Uh, he inherited a hotel full of penguins. His neighbor had penguins and somehow he got left to them. And I, I don't know if it's a condo or a hotel, but it's it's a high rise of building. And he's got all these freaking penguins. Okay. Could, could happen. <laughs> it could happen. It absolutely could happen. Uh, so anyway, Never however, back to the ice. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Oh, this is stupid. Uh, there are two types of ice down there. Land ice, which is formed over land. And guess what? <laughs> sea ice. Which is formed over... <laughs> okay, yeah, that's dumb. That was a dumb one. Yeah. Did you know that Antarctica is the largest desert on Earth? I did not. So, which is kind of weird, right? Because it was a tropical forest, now it's a desert. Buried under ice. Yeah. Move over Sahara Desert. You might boast 3,300,000 square miles of scorching sand in dusty plains, but that doesn't come close to the whooping expanse of the deep southern Antarctica. Officially the largest desert in the world, 
in cold desert, technically. Mm -hmm. uh, Antarctica covers 5,500,000 miles. Okay. And they both get snow. Does Sahara get snow? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does? Yeah. Where? In the desert. I know, but where the hell is it snowing there? In the desert. Yeah. <laughs> North Africa gets snow? Yes. Okay. Didn't know that, did you? I did not know that. Mm, see, you learn something every day. Didn't that used to be rainforest too, the Sahara Desert? There, see, that's the the interesting thing too, is, is we, we look at this and say, okay, well, you know, yeah. But that's the exact same thing with uh, um, the Sahara because they found, you know, remnants of uh, trees and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah it's kind of cool. It's, world's changing all the time. Earth so. is warming, people. We're coming out of an ice age. Yeah, I know. It's one of the most temperate times in Earth's history. We might be helping it, but that's another story. <laughs> and one of the few times in Earth's history where there's actually been ice on both sides. It's not a natural state for the planet. <gasps> you know the polar shifting, right? Polar shifts, too. You know what? The magnetic North Pole? Magnetic oh, polar yeah, it's, shift, yeah. It's like on a sprint right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's moving constantly. Yeah. So oh, maybe there were a bunch of articles, what, a month or so ago about possibly the poles flipping? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, doing anything this summer? I want to go to Antarctica. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. No. Ooh, you may. Yeah. There are presence of gold spurting volcanoes. Gold spurting volcanoes. Yes. Okay. There's money in them damn hills. <laughs> There's volcanoes in Antarctica? Not active volcanoes. Sure. Down in the icy abyss, gold really does shoot out from volcanoes. As part of what is already a miraculous environment and ecosystem, the eruptions from Mount Erebus, or e -R -E -B -U -S, Erebus contain microscopic particles of that our favorite shiny gold metal. Hmm. I saw a show this weekend about some guy doing touring in Alaska, and he did some gold panning. Came yeah. out with $11 worth of gold. Well, how about that guy in Massachusetts got the 12 Kino things, got a million bucks. <laughs> Even better. Even better. It was about a $2 bet, a $1 bet. Uh, we talked about this last week, the home of the uh, red waterfall, the blood waterfall. Yes. Yeah, which is caused by iron ore. That's not so. It's also a uh, endless maze of underwater rivers. Makes sense, sure. It does? Well. Isn't it cold down here? Yeah, but you get underground, it gets warmer, doesn't it? Hold on a second. <laughs> How could water flow underneath the frozen ice slab? This is, uh, this is, no, this of it. What? I don't know. You put a tray of uh, soon-to-be ice cubes in the freezer, and the top layer uh, solidifies in the middle layer and the right layer, so it goes down, right? As you can see, the water continues to flow, then it doesn't freeze. Mm -hmm. So, okay, yep. Does that make sense? Yep. And here's your question, which you asked way back when we started this years yes. ago. Years ago. <laughs> Who actually owns Antarctica? Okay. Now, if you listen to the flat worlders, <laughs> the aliens, the uh, no, the government's all sealed off because that's the end of the world and they have. Uh, Men in Black there, stationed with... Oh, we never did the Men in Black We never thing. did the Men in Black show. Oh, damn. You had to bring it up again. Ah, shoot. Now I want to do the Men in Black show. I do, too. Except I'm going on sabbatical. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they all stand there, and they, they don't allow anybody on the continent. Let me guess. It's a by treaty, no one owns it. Mm -hmm. We have to uh, wind the clock all the way back to 1959. 1959. I remember that. Yeah. We had 12 countries. Although it's now been expanded to 52, just so that they feel inclusive, <laughs> came to came together and decreed Antarctica would no longer belong to any single nation. Instead, it would be a shared land governed by the Antarctica Treaty and a place solely for scientific exploration and preservation. But how can they enforce that treaty if they don't own the land? Because it's all everybody signed it. It's like the moon. No, I mean, what, it's like if, the moon. what if you, New England Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, wanted to go down and be king of Antarctica couldn't. and plant your flag? I couldn't. Why not? They'd shoot me. <laughs> Probably I'd freeze to death anyways. How can they shoot people on other on land that's not theirs? It's everybody's. 
It's nobody's. No, it's like the UN. They can send peacekeeping troops in. Okay. Right? Even if it's not a country yeah. belongs to them, they just send troops in anyway. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> soon all nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's so yeah, it's uh nobody owns it. So we all can go there. Do we have to have a passport to go to Antarctica? Good question. Mm -hmm. No, but you have to get have a passport to get back in anywhere. Mm. I was, uh, as I said, I saw that documentary on, on Shackleton. Basically, he had set up an expedition with 27 men. They took off in a ship, and the ship got stranded. So they they stuck in the ice. They tried to get it out. They couldn't do it, yeah. so they had to camp on the ice for a year. Hashtag predictable. Uh, well, back in the day, they... How do you camp for a year? You, you bring a year's supply. There is no, I mean, you, you could fish, I suppose. How do you sustain yourself? They ate penguins and stuff. And they, they brought penguins. and they brought food too. Oh. These guys are smart. They're not, that's why not the average Joe was going down there. They had this stuff they used to eat. It was dry. It was like uh, 50 cent, 50 percent uh, beef fat and 50 percent beef. They would heat it up and and you're telling me these people didn't bring alcohol? No. Um so yeah, so it, and eventually uh, the ship sunk. Yeah. <laughs> so they had a they had taken three light boats light boats off. So they all got carried the light boats uh, thirty miles through the ice pack to uh, the ocean's edge, uh, and then they set sail for Elephant Island. Now these life boats are kind of small. Yeah. And the, the seas down there are enormous. It's like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Waves are the huge 90 foot waves in some instances. Oh, so they're all drenched and everything else. And then eventually they landed on Elephant Island. And, uh, you know, took them a, oh, I think a week to get there in the lifeboats, the three tiny lifeboats. And then after that, uh, they realized, you know, it's an inhabited island. So they came up with Shackleton, who was a pretty smart guy, actually. He decided to take the five most able men and set out in one of the lifeboats for, um, which is St. George or something. It's a whaling station, which is okay. 800 miles away in the ocean. Good Lord. So they got in these little boat, one little boat, and they set sail. And uh, they made it to the island, but unfortunately, they carried them to the wrong side of the island. So they had to go 30 miles over the ice packs and mountains and uh get to the whaling station but eventually uh they got to the whaling station they picked up uh the three men on the other side of the island they left behind because they only could take two men with the other two were in tough shape yeah and then uh, they made three attempts to pick up their other men on uh the ice pack and eventually they they did make it so they rescued everybody oh they did make it yep everybody, so everybody... every single didn't lose a man and the thing is like that's a bad trip right there. And, you know, we think about, you know, we got all this cool equipment that we have, right? Back then, they didn't have any of that. I mean, they would, they did layers. They would, they used to do, like your mom said, yep. put layers. <laughs> It'd be yep. cool. And that's what they did. They had, like, four layers of clothing that they used. And, uh, I mean, it, it's just amazing any of them survived because there wasn't enough shoes that, so, like, they would like take deer skin and, and wrap deer skin socks, make like deer, deer skin socks. They would just put all this stuff on. And when they made it to uh, St. George's Island, uh, the, the three men, uh, or five men, I guess, um, what they did is to go over these ice glaciers and everything, they took the uh, boat, which was falling apart anyways, apart, and they took the nails out and they drove the nails through their screws, screw, screws through their... Uh, shoes the bottoms of the shoes so they could walk on the ice without falling they made ice shoes or snowshoes uh not really ice shoes or snowshoes yeah. they were the ones with they had the little spike things on it oh i see yeah yeah they had like spikes things they have these things you attach oh, so they could grip yeah so they yeah. could grip yeah and then uh when i got to the top uh, of the mountain there uh, storm weather, weather's coming down the only way to get down the other side was slide down on their ass so they got together and shoo, slid down on their ass Lord. but there was it, it's it's absolutely unbelievable those Speaking, are manly men stupid men they were drenched drenched all the time i would imagine snow blindness because they didn't have polaroid sunglasses you know they actually burned your eyes that's how bright it is there. Oh, you can burn your eyes 
uh, cause uh, frostbite. They had to cover every inch of their body or they would get frostbite. And it was like all that stuff. It's like, you know, he would tell the men, you know, they would retire, like especially the last ones they were, they were going to, it's that Wayland station. So they, uh, you know, they said, oh, we got to wrestle. They just virtually collapsed, right? So Shackleton stayed awake and he woke him, woke him up and says, it's been a half an hour, time to go. It was like five minutes. So, because what would happen is you fall asleep and then you just die. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a pretty good leader. He had, When he advertised for his, he took 27 minutes. When he advertised for his expedition, he had over 5,000 men try uh, out for it, or, or what do you call that word? Not try out, but yeah, apply. Yeah. Apply, yeah, apply for the positions on the ship. Since 5,000 bad marriages right there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get to Antarctica. <laughs> anyway, we're here. <laughs> so we had his choice, and he picked only the best scientists and explorers and sailors and everything. So, yeah. Sounds like me taking my trash to the end of the street in January. <laughs> Why you need five thousand men? <laughs> Could use five thousand men. <laughs> Sounds that harsh. Yeah, it's... frostbite, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, when you're yeah, in, can the... you imagine who would survive it, and that they all survived? Yeah, they all That's survived. Amazing. And just and think about the the little boat they went over when. Now the boat has rocks in the bottom of the boat because that's the ballast; it keeps it yep. from being tossed all about. And so they would go in this thing. The waves would come crashing in. They would get drenched. They had a cover, but it would get crashing in anyway. They had to sleep on the rocks if they could sleep. And then eventually they got hit by a 90-foot wave, and the front of the bow started leaking. So they had to keep bailing all the time to keep it from sinking. Yeah, Man, that's back when men were men. Men were men. Stupid yeah. men, but men, yeah. Well, they're men. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of redundant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's way bigger than we think. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> uh, without uh, much to focus on, uh, people often are shocked to hear that Antarctica dwarfs the USA. Dwarfs it. Dwarfs it mm -hmm. in size. I want to go to Antarctica now. What the hell would you do there? Just be there. It's plenty of YouTube videos. You can experience no, it that way. No, you can't experience it. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. Go to New Hampshire in the winter. Go to Maine. It's also... Pretend the, you're in Antarctica. It's also the home of the big bloop. The big bloop? Yeah, we talked about the big oh, bloop Oh, is that before. the noise that everyone's... Yeah. yeah. Back in 1997, an aquatic mystery called the bloop, a blop, <laughs> occurred. A sound so incredibly loud that it was captured by multiple hydrophones under one of our microphones thousands of miles apart. Uh, while many have penned the sound down to aquatic dinosaurs <laughs> and aquatic undiscovered, dinosaurs. undiscovered species, it eventually assumed, yet not proven, uh, that ice crashed into the seabed, which makes no sense. Why would ice crash the seabed? Ice is lighter than water. Yeah, but if it drops or some a shelf breaks off or something, maybe it goes down and hits the yeah. thing before it floats back up. Oh, maybe it's underwater dinosaurs or aliens. <laughs> if you drop ice in a glass of water, it will sink before it comes back up. But it comes out. Yeah. There's a there around uh, two thirds the size of Manhattan, and almost a thousand feet deep, according to NASA. There is an enormous cavity developing on the western side of the island. Uh, but it is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, located at the bottom of the Thwaites, T-H-W-I-T-E-S, glacier, and it continues uh, to grow. It's just a divot? It's a canyon. Canyon. Yeah, okay. largest canyon in the world. There's a canyon as deep as, oh, as deep as the Grand Canyon uh, okay. in Antarctica. There is also a five million year old lake. There's a lake on Antarctica? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fresh water? If you thought uh, your great grandmother was turning 90 was old, <laughs> wait till you take a look at where, who writes these I things. I don't know. <laughs> wait till you take a look at the. I haven't heard about penguins in about six paragraphs. Though, intimidating so. Lake Vostok. Except for you having him eat them. Mm, yeah. Penguins do. They eat the dogs too. Sorry, Peter people. Yeah, see, that's just disgusting. But... Especially for the dogs. Yeah. 
Uh, it's found over the eastern side of the continent in Princess Elizabeth land. Okay. It sounds so nice for a bunch of frozen ice and freaking weather things. Surprising, despite that was its a backhanded compliment too. I'm willing to bet. I guess so. Five million years ago, uh, is officially discovered uh, a few decks ago. So it's five million years old, but it's still there. Lake Bostock. Bostock? Yeah. With a V? Can, yeah. Can you water ski there? Probably used to come by the Martians. <laughs> it's melting more than you think. Ah. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Okay. It is, it's only a matter of time before we came across a sad reality. We can't keep sweeping it under the rug. Antarctica is melting. According to Scientific American, we're waving goodbye to the 252 gigatons of precious ice every single year over the last decade, which is a formidable increase on the decades prior. So let me figure this. All this ice is melting, right? Yep. Which is water, right? Right. And water finds its own level and all that crap, right? Yep. So why is all this drought everywhere that things are showing up on rivers that were lost hundreds of years ago? Because wouldn't the water go up about, the rivers? Everything is about global warming. Mm -hmm. it, it's raining, it's global warming, it's not raining, it's global warming, it's flooding, it's global warming, it's drought, it's global warming. Yeah, here it is. Mm -hmm. See, this doesn't make sense. The, I'm sorry, man-made so what, global warming. What happens to the ice when it melts? It turns to water, of course, as expected, causing our sea levels to rise. As told by Scientific American, the ice has raised global sea levels by 14 millimeters. How Over what period of time? Since 1979. Since 1979. Well, 14 millimeters is not much. You're right on that. Wait till you hear what is still possible. Oh, yes. We're going to hear, right? Yep. Oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I like this part. This is a good line. We should use this. All right. If all the melts, if all, if it all melts, right, we're screwed. <laughs> is that a scientific term? Define screwed. <laughs> this is it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is re when reality really hits home. Uh, from wise people over at the American Museum of Natural History, no. If all the ice covering the Antarctica was to melt, the sea level would rise 230 feet. The ocean would cover all of the coastal cities, and land would shrink significantly. Thank God we have the moon. 230-foot <laughs> rise in the ocean, huh? Uh, yeah, because it doesn't tell you how long that would take. What do you think is going to happen first? Humans are going to go extinct, or all the ice oh, on Antarctica sure. is going we ain't, to melt? We ain't going to last the end of the century with the way we're going out in weekend everywhere else Gee, so you just get another COVID and we're done i know it yeah oh it lacks an official time zone that makes sense otherwise you'd be just driving around going through time zones if you hop on a plane at uh la air you know la airport and depart out in new york city wait mm -hmm. lax and depart in d plane out in new york city you'll have uh, added three extra hours to your journey. If you fly from one corner of Antarctica to the other, however, you might just be exactly in the same time zone. Without a large population, the continent has no official time zone. Okay. It's time is man-made. We know that, right? Right. So it's daylight savings time, but let's keep it. Since 1994, our beloved dog sleds have been banned from using Antarctica. No it, dog sleds in Antarctica? No, because they eat them all. Yeah, because the dogs end up dead <laughs> eventually, right? That's a lot of uh, disallowed cuteness. <laughs> oh, God. According to this. <laughs> well, they would Is this have a been. a male writer, by the way? I have no yeah. idea. I, I know it's got to be somebody from the, the UK because they stick the stupid U's in where they don't belong. <laughs> Well, they would have been uh, beneficial for a number of reasons. Ultimately, they, uh, the decision was based on the fact that they would be uh, a disturbance or even a threat. Wait for it. To local wildlife. Dogs would be a threat to local wildlife. Uh-huh. Okay. How big is this? is the biggest continent, bigger than the United States continent-wise. And so if we have dogs, let's say it's going to threaten the wildlife of penguins. 
in because seals. Dogs will eat who can jump, the sails? Who can jump in the water and swim away? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Whatever. I thought because they were eating them. Can you fly in? I would imagine. Gonna have snow landings and stuff like Skippy, that. Right? Did you ever see the thing? It came from outer space. <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Excellent God, movie. I love that movie. Uh -huh. The original one, not the not the current one. The other one, the new one. That wasn't bad either, but the original one is the best. It is the blueprint of the modern action movie. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a mere 45 minutes away from helicopter. Oh, really? Hmm. That's not bad. No. So I'm telling you, the summer. From Argentina? We're on it. <laughs> not taking a 45-minute helicopter ride over the ocean. <laughs> you are a wimp. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you want to call it that. We can go see all the, all the ice pipes. Ice spiders. There are ice spiders? Yeah. No, I'm really big, out now. Big ones. There are not ice spiders. If you say so. I saw a movie on it. Oh, what kind of movie? Jack of the Ice Spiders. Okay. There you go. <laughs> well, you Did know. Do you like those movies as kids, the giant creature movies? I love those. The, creature double feature. You know what scared the crap out of me one time was Godzilla. Godzilla? When yeah, I, I was. Let's see. When I wonder what you can you tell me when the Godzilla came out just for giggles. Oh, they've been doing Godzillas forever. Yeah, the first one though it was black and white. Tokyo got destroyed <laughs> again <laughs> and again and again. I know King Kong was 1933. I used to watch uh, Martha. Godzilla was 1954. 54, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, 54. So I was like a little lad then that I saw it. Do you remember watching TV with your parents? Because you only had one TV and you only oh, had sure. black and white and you only had three channels. Oh, <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. And you had to watch at that time because there weren't any VCRs to record it. Remember what an event that the Ed Sullivan show was? Oh, God. On Sunday nights? You know what? That that probably destroyed our cable, destroyed our family unit. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what I was sticking to. So it destroyed it? Yeah. Cable. Because the family had to get together, right? I remember, God, I remember the Ed Sullivan show was just excellent. Yeah, I saw the Beatles on there. Yep. So you might be saying, what about Antarctica? I mean, Antarctica. Antarctica. What about Antarctica? I'm glad you said that. So let's give you some of the facts about Antarctica. Mysteries about Antarctica. Well, apparently it's been ice-free since 2008, according to Al Gore. <laughs> the guy who invented the internet? Yep. Okay. In 1937, a Soviet pilot by the name of, oh, shh. That's okay. Sergei something or other. Sigzeman. Sigzeman? Sigzeman Lemaninsky, with a Y, of course, uh, decided to perform the first ever cargo passenger flight over the North Pole from Moscow, Moscow to Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, what year was this? 1937. Did he make it? Of course, something went wrong, <laughs> and the pilot and crew disappeared yeah. and were never found. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the theories have been formed about where they crashed. Wait a second, though. It was a, couple, it was a bunch of people leaving Russia. So maybe they just... Well, this is back in the quote day. Quote, unquote, disappeared. 1937. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were never found. Theories are abound. The most popular one uh, involves local Inuits, uh, Eskimos... Uh, can you say that, or am I getting in trouble on that one, too? No, Eskimos are... Why? Okay. Why would you get in trouble? You get trouble for everything. I mean, there were Eskimos. Yeah, but that's probably insulting to somebody. It's not a derogatory term that you're It's probably insulting to somebody. Yeah. Right. I'm telling you. Everything I say is insulting to somebody. No, but there are some things... <laughs> yeah, but... a little heat for, but that's another uh, Most popular ones involved the local Inuits... Every time I see Inuits, I think of TurboTax. <laughs> Maybe they invented TurboTax. Did they invent it? That's a different word. Did the did the Inuits invent invent TurboTax? Maybe. Uh, according to those Eskimo the, tax laws, were very complicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the plane crashed into the water. Of course. Uh, further searches of the aircraft have uh, still haven't found anything. So they haven't found crap. That's a shame. There's no water, right? It was all ice. Yep. Yeah. Dorset culture. Tony Dorset? 
doubt it. But. Who was the other one we had on? Who was the one that was on the Patriot? Uh, Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett. Came from the Colts. Yeah. Wide receiver. I think it was his sister, right? <laughs> the Paleo Eskimos. Ooh. So this must be different than the Intuits. Yes. Uh-huh. The Paleo Eskimos were among the first people to inhabit inhabit the American Attica. Ooh, American Attica. So we have territorial claims on Attica. As in North America, right? Not, not American. Says American. Okay. No in there. Oh, okay. Well, we got Alaska up there. That might be in the Arctic. They might be above the Arctic Circle. Well, we'll have to see if we can find that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, they, however, uh, completely disappeared. <laughs> What around the 13th century, leaving few traces of their presence, uh, from which scientists performed DNA testing and found out that the Dorset culture had been been completely differently built than the rest of the human race. And they had to How choose so? to live in the Attica. Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with these people. <laughs> Why are they going to Attica? They could be going to Florida. <laughs> There are parts of Alaska that are in the Arctic Circle. So do we own? Does the Who owns the Arctica? Put that in there, you funkin' wagon. Arctica doesn't exist. It's just iced. Oh, that's fair. Why do we say American? All right. Uh, because, again, some of Alaska is in the Arctic Circle. According to one anthropologist, uh, the Dorsets were the hobbits of the eastern Arctic. A very strange, very strange, very, very strange, and very conservative people. So they're Republicans. Okay. <laughs> Who we're only getting to know a little bit about. We only get to start to learn about. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows why they completely disappeared so early. According to the BBC, states with territories and territorial waters within the Arctic Circle are Norway, Russia, Sweden, Finland, Iceland, the U.S., Canada, and Denmark, which owns Greenland. Because the Arctic Sea is mostly the Arctic is mostly sea. There's no international treaty protecting its environment from economic development, such as there is for the Arctic. Oil. There's oil there, by the way. It says, yeah, international. Well, that's the article. Who owns the Arctic and should they drill for oil and gas? See, there you go. So it's international waters. Right. So the Dorsets were uh, hobbits. Hobbits? According to this, mm -hmm. of uh, Eastern Arctica. Is this the same article as the guy with the penguin fetish? No, there's no okay, one. different article. No one. No right. penguins mentioned once. No, no penguins once. Are there penguins in Antarctica? They're not Antarctica. Hmm. The Arctic. Antarctica. Whatever. <laughs> the monster of Lake Ilamama. Ilamama. I-L-I-A-M-N-A. The largest body of freshwater in Alaska is Lake Ilamama. It is a place of multiple sightings of strange giant creatures. Most scientists think the monsters might be a, a bit a big sleeper shop shock. Oh. They grow up to 20 feet. However, no proof of the shocks have been found, and the reports of the monsters still remain. So these giant monsters in Lake Ilamama. I'll have to put that in my documentary. I'll have to investigate that. I know, right? right? Hmm. There are no penguins in the Arctic. See, I thought that. I was very thinking about that. There are a few possible reasons. Penguins nest on land. I They're smart. That's why. <laughs> I can go into details if you want. Penguins nest on land. Penguins are flightless birds. Fly or dive is the question. A competitive edge. Um were there ever penguins in the Arctic? Yes, in 1936, a Norwegian polar explorer named Lars Christensen saw the potential for an Arctic penguin population. He plucked nine king penguins from South Georgia's beaches and sent them north on the SS Neptune. They were settled in the Lalofton Islands where they would be safe from foxes and other land predators. Over the next decade, the species, other species of penguin, including the macaroni penguins, were also- Hey, macaroni. <laughs> Their existence in, Arctic, in the Arctic was short-lived, and they the last time they were spotted was 1949. No one is sure where they went or whether they managed to reproduce, but for a short time, a beautiful island in the Arctic played host to a small population of penguins. 
<laughs> All I can picture is these stupid penguins going, hey, macaroni. <laughs> you see them? Did you, did you see Happy Feet? You must have saw Happy Feet. I saw Happy Feet. Yeah, yeah I see a picture of that. Yep. Little macarena. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Back to seriousness. <laughs> Alaska uh, knows um, meteorological phenomena. Uh, one of them is the case of the snow turning into rain, even though the temperature outside is zero below centigrade, which okay. is below freezing. I once went to, this is old Schaefer Stadium now. Yeah. Or Sullivan Stadium, I think it was at the time. I once saw a playoff game with the Oilers and the Patriots where it was January 6th and it was raining. Wow. It was brutal. Wow. It was cold. It's like, how the hell is it raining? It's too cold to be raining. Instead of snow melting when it hits the ground, the rainwater seeps through the snow pack, pools on the top of the frozen soil, then freezes into an impenetrable shell, which prevents animals from being from be, being able to come out of their snow. Oh, Aww. and nobody can explain why the rain when it shouldn't shouldn't be raining. So they freeze the poor animals in their holes. Apparently. That's sad. Yeah. What's a sad world we live in? You know what's baffling? What? The baffling islands. The baffling islands. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> in 2012, several findings of jewelry, bones, and cutlery uh, belonging to the Vikings uh, were found in Attica. Even though there's no real evidence of the Vikings ever being inhabiting the coldest places on Earth. The findings really do present a mystery. Vikings wandered all over the place. I don't think they knew where they were half the time, half quite the time, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they had meat on the ship. There was alcohol involved. There. there was alcohol involved there. Why is it so cold? I don't know. Have, give me another drink. <laughs> Hell, the Vikings were in Michigan. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they were down in the Mediterranean. They were everywhere. Yep. They attacked Paris. Vikings get around. Yeah, they did. Round, round, get around, we get around. Great uh, documentary on uh, Brian Wilson, by the way. Is it really? Saw it recently. Yeah. Oh, the Beach Boys, but it was obviously mostly about Brian Wilson. Excellent. I bought this uh, CD in in uh, thrift shop. Oh, in fact, it was at uh, the one we go to. Leewood Light. Leewood Light. Yeah. yeah. What happened to Leewood Light up in Maine? It closed. Why? I don't know. It sucked. I like that place. Yeah, I didn't get there too often, but I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I've been there too. There's a nice little uh, other store there. They have like all little booths. Which... It's the best thing about my new Jeep. I have a CD player, so I can go buy great music at like two bucks a CD. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this one here has 60 songs on it. The entire history of the Be of the uh, Beach Boys, wow. which is great. It's like, oh, wow. All right. You ready? Yes. How about the... Zelinia necropolis. Okay, what about it? Well, you might say, what about it? <laughs> I did say, what about it? Zelinia Z-E-L-E-N-Y, named after Zelinia. Yeah. Yeah. Acropolis. <laughs> what is it? I want to know. I want to know. In 2014, 30 shallow graves with 11 bodies. Wait a minute. 34 shallow graves with 11 bodies were found in Attica. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, polar bears like the others or something. Uh, I would imagine. Uh, uh, maybe they resurrected it. Ice zombies. Popsicle people. Yeah. Ice zombies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, the bodies were found in Attica, uh, which uh, would suggest... Yeah, the Attica. That's where we are now? Yeah. Which would uh, suggest that the isolated area was a trading post around 12th and 13th century AD. The bodies were <laughs> had crushed skulls. <laughs> Five were uh, adult males, and uh, were found with sh shrouds found shrouded in copper plates and wrapped in reindeer, beaver. What a way to go! Yeah, wolf or bear fur. One of the bodies had red hair and was buried in a bronze belt buckle with a beer design. All point uh, to a long lost Arctic culture. Hmm. 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 
Hmm. So who would choose, who would knowingly and in, involuntarily live in the Arctic? I don't know. That's why that other one we talked about died off. I'm so, still wondering why we all ended up here. So I don't get this. Why were 11 bodies found in Antarctica and then they only say five were male? I don't know. It's just genetics are a funny thing. Bodies are crushed skulls and five mummified adult males were found shrouded in. Oh, no, they're saying of them, five of. Okay, now I get it. That makes sense. I thought that was kind of sexist and I was about to call them out for that. Sure. Okay. The Solomon, oh God, Solomon August Andre <laughs> decided uh, in an order to reach Attica, uh, he would uh, need a hydrogen balloon. Oh, this is going to end well. Oh, yeah. That's... On July 1897, Andy and two other men uh, lifted off from the Nor Norwegian island of Sazabab. Uh, of course, they never were seen or heard from again. <laughs> 30 years Hashtag later, predictable. 30 years later, uh, they were uh, they were found crashing not far from their destination. 30 years later, they were found not crashing oh. far from their destination. So they were found. How are they going to get back? I don't know. Helium balloon. Because a balloon is a very reliable source of transportation. Of course it is. Especially, especially when helium. your life is on the line. Especially helium. Yeah. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? In 2009, a group of hunters found a mysterious blob in Arctic's Chukchi Sea. Okay. Chukchi Sea. The blob was dark and hairy. Sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> <laughs> it went on for miles. Everyone's first guessed it was an oil spell, but actually... Miles of dark and hairy? Yeah, I can hear okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. They believe it was an algae bloom. The algae was a normal thing anywhere where there's warm water, light, and food. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arctic, uh, Arctic proves nothing of that. Scientists still can't figure out how this mysterious algae blob appeared there because you need light, warmth, and water, and food, which has neither. And I think this is the last one. Oh, no, there isn't. There's actually more of this. How are we doing time-wise? Ooh, getting there. So anyway, spe speaking about this, you ever you saw the Oriorabuliolus? I didn't see it this week. I have never seen it. I was dumb. I missed out on that. Oh, that was nice. Uh, the magnificent Oriorabuliolus. Aurora Borealis. Yeah, is the beautiful green, pink, and yellow shades that light up the uh, sky around the North Pole and is also emitting sound. Uh, the Labrador, oh boy, Labrador Internet, uh, Internet, no, Internet, Inter Inuit, 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 that the populate the Arctic actually think uh, they are the spirits of those who have died a violent death and live in heaven and create sounds to guide their recently deceased safe to heaven. Oh, okay. Okay. It's the light, right? It's the light. Going to the light. Going to the light. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. I didn't know that. Makes sense, though, don't it? Yeah. How about in Vintio Fortunato? Oh, a paisan. Yeah, one of your people. Yeah. In Vintio Fortunata. What is that? You might ask. You did. What is it? <laughs> in Vintio Fortunata is a travel diary from the 14th century that explained a trip uh, far north by a priest from Oxford. Just decided he was going to go to the Arctic? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, description goes, in midst of uh, four countries is a whirlpool into which empty these four indrawing seas. So there's these four okay. countries with four seas, which divide the North Pole. The water rushes around and around, descends into the earth. Earth, uh, this is in the diary. This is in the diary. That's why I have trouble reading. Yeah. The earth, just as if one were pouring it through a funnel, it uh, is four degrees wide on every side of the pole that you might 
that is that is to say eight degrees together. So four, four, four yep. all the way around. Yep. All right. Except that right under the North Pole, there lies a bare rock, a naked rock. The rock is in the midst of the sea. It's circumference is almost 33 French miles. Wow. Which is different than any other mile. Apparently. <laughs> and there's magne a magnetic stone. Nobody knows who wrote this piece, but science has been taking magnetic stone theory sentence as a given for centuries before it was discovered it was false. That makes sense. <laughs> Al Gore still believes it. Yep. He's so, the global warming guy, of his, the man-made global warming guy of his age. So there you go. There's some of the interesting things of the Antarctica. I have to tell you an interesting story, though, and, and we're just about out of time. Yeah. Yep. Um, when we do our red light science, which we've been doing for 11 years now, one, one during one of the seances, we had this guy came through and he said he was on the ship. He gave us the name of the ship. And it was one of the ships that were looking for the Northwest, Northwest Passage. Passage. Yeah. And it, that disappeared. Uh, well, they found it now, but it, it had disappeared at the time. So that kind of came through at the time, which is kind of interesting. Nice. Was that Arctic Northwest Passage? Yeah, Arctic. Yep. Yeah. Because the other one's a landmass. You can't go through it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is there ever a passage? Can you ever sail through? You can't sail through there at any point, can you? I know the ice varies. It varies. I mean, the submarines definitely go through. Submarines do, yeah. I don't know if uh, today. I will have to. Can you quickly funk that? We got about a minute. Uh, is there a Northwest Passage? Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Uh, but yeah, that's it, they, they've searched for it for years and years. That because that would be a, a shortcut to the Orient, which makes no sense at all, by the way. But that's all right. That's why we have the Pinhaw Canal. <laughs> Quicker. But anyway, so uh, where is the Northwest Passage? The Northwest Passage spans roughly 900 miles from the North Atlantic, north of Canada's Baffin Islands, the east Baffin. of the Beaufort Sea, north of the U.S. state of Alaska. It's located entirely within the Arctic Circle. Less than 1,200 miles from the north. So it exists. So apparently you can, yeah. So there you go. Oh, no. And then this says, why is there no Northwest Passage? Because it's the internet. In the past, the <laughs> Northwest Passage has been virtually impassable because it was covered in thick year-round sea ice. However, in recent years, climate change is allowing commercial traffic to pass through the Ar Arctic via this once impossible route. See? Another good thing of global warming now. Yep. That's amazing. All right, we do have to go. In 2021, only five vessels made it through the seven possible routes, but any yacht cruising the Northwest Passage Zone will still be a once-in-a-lifetime sites, including beluga whales, polar bear cubs, bobbing bergs, bobbing bergs, plus Inuit hunters and midnight husky missions. Why not? Yeah. All right, we got to go. All right. So sabbatical for a while. Yeah, looks like April. That's not an April Fool joke. So for shows. Damn, I gotta go in for my surgery for April Fool. Uh, You're so, fine. <laughs> no, no, it might go the other way. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> but there'll still be postings on the site, I would imagine, and stuff like that. I don't know. I you hope so. Know. Yeah. I hope so. Anyway. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh we'll see you uh when? Next time. In May. In May. We <laughs> may you see May. you in May. We may see you in May. Yeah. Unless, of course, I don't make it, then we won't see me at all. Unless I come back and haunt you. Come back and do a, a real ghost podcast. There As you a go. Ghost, that'd be great. That would be great. Yeah. Hmm. I'd have to charge for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be Patreon. No doubt about that. <laughs> Pay-per-view. That would definitely be pay-per-view. See Ron from Beyond. Ooh, it rhymes, too. Ron from Beyond. Ron from Beyond. I love it. Yeah, okay. That's the name of the show right there. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening, and uh, stay tuned whenever for some more mysteries in this strange planet. Yeah, keep watching the sites. We'll let you know. When it's yep. Back. Good night. God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us good 